and welcome to Marketing Solutions for Local Businesses, the podcast where you will discover all the latest and greatest digital marketing tools, tips, and strategies you will need to implement in order to stay ahead of your competition. If you are not getting the results you are looking for from your digital marketing efforts, this is the podcast for you. And now, here's the host of our show, the local business guy himself, Frank Deming. Hello, folks, and welcome to episode number four of Marketing Solutions uh, for Local Businesses. I'm really enjoying uh, providing you with this content, and um, I'm hoping that you're enjoying it as well. It's, uh, it's been a privilege to actually uh, de- uh, deliver this thing uh, for you. It's been something that's been asked of me many times over the past uh, few years. Uh, and um, you ask and you shall receive. So here, here it is. This is uh, uh, this podcast here uh, for local businesses. So anyhow, without further ado, I wanted to, to continue on um, the series of giving you some tactical things that you can do uh, in your marketing from a local business standpoint, that that they can bring a lot of traffic to you. Um, you know, a lot of times people say, Frank, why is SEO so hard? Why is it so hard to rank? Um, there's a couple of things as to why that is. A couple of factors in there. And one of those factors is that there's a lot of competition. Um, now, uh, when I first started doing SEO, and um, I started doing SEO in 2007. Uh, it, it was a lot easier to rank. I'm not going to lie. It was a lot easier to rank. The algorithms were a lot easier to manipulate, for lack of a better term, than they are now. So it was easier to rank. I mean, you could pretty much put up a, a one-page website at that time, stuff it with a bunch of keywords, and, and you'd be ranking within a day or so. Um, uh, you know, at the most, maybe a week, you'll, you'll start ranking and maybe even on the first page, definitely the second page. Um, and then shortly thereafter on the first page. So it was a lot easier back then. Now you can't rank first on one page, one pager. Uh, it's, it, it required a lot more stuff, but the things that you can do with SEO and the reason why SEO is so important is that you want to have dominance. You want to have dominance in your field. You want to be uh, the big kahuna, if you will, the go-to business. And the only way to do it is by practicing um, efficient SEO uh, strategies. So, I mean, obviously I can't give you all of that content today as to what the official, you know, what the really, really, really good SEO strategies are. So I'm going to give it to you in bits and pieces throughout this podcast series that I'm doing. And one of the things that I want to do is talk to you about what you could do to drive traffic to your blog. So the title of this episode, episode number four, is nine SEO strategies to use on every blog post before you publish. Okay, so that's, that's just, so this is to, just so you guys know, we're just talking specifically about your on-page optimization 
on your blog, not the other, not the other parts of the pages. At some other point, I will give you some strategies on how to do that for your page as well. But let's just talk about your blog page at this point. Okay, so I'm going to give you nine strategies to use on every blog post before you publish. And if you use these strategies, um, you you will start seeing some results in your uh, in your SEO efforts, assuming that the topics are what your readers want to um, consume. And that's another topic of conversation later on that I can you know maybe point you to. But for now, I just want to give you these nice strategies. So let's let's get going here on the content. So the number one strategy that you have to make sure that you use on every blog post is you got to do the keyword research. Um, you you got to know exactly what are the keywords that is low competition. What are the keywords that uh, you know that that's going to help you. Uh, that, that, that people are looking for in your audience, uh, so, um, so on and so forth. So I would always start off with long tail keywords. So instead, you know, make it a, a three to four word keyword phrase. Um, that's, that's, that's what's considered a long tail keyword. And start from there. Um, you know, don't use just one keyword and that's it. So, so Instead of using keywords, say keyword phrase. So you got to do some keyword phrase research, and I'll and I'll I'll put a couple of tools down in the um, in the show notes. But you know there 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 are a ton of these things that you can use that give you that um, that give you that little bit of an advantage. There's an SEO tool called um, um, SEO Search, and I and I again I'll put that in the show notes so you can at least check it out. And um and do it. So uh, there's there's Uber suggests. Uber suggests is a great tool. Actually, I'll put the Uber suggests down in there because that's even SEO search tool is a little complicated for you to 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 use and manipulate. But but uh, Uber suggests is an awesome tool. Another good tool to use for uh to get in some SEO keywords is a, is a tool called Keywords and Everywhere. Again, I'll give you the links on the page. So that's a good way to start getting some keyword research done as to what are people searching for in your industry so you can pop up um, on the first page. So you want to do that number one. The number two thing is you want to be intentional about the title of your post. And what I mean by it is you, you want to make sure that the title of your post is something that's not vague. It's something that kind of indicates what this blog post is about. For instance, I wrote a blog post about this, <laughs> about this very same topic. And that blog, blog post is called Nine SEO Strategies to Use Every Blog Post Before You Publish. And that's the same name of this podcast. So, and, and I'll, I'll give you a link to that blog post uh, on the show notes. But you see, that's a very intentional title um, of the blog post. So it's, it, you know, I'm telling you nine ways. So you're expecting to read 
nine ways to do this. So that's what I mean by intentional. So the number three is incorporate useful headings. Useful headings is, is, is important. Like for instance, um, a heading of say for each section is a good way of doing it. Um, so if like, for instance, if I wasn't talking about nine ways, uh, let's say I was just having a regular standard blog, uh, blog post, instead of having the number nine things as my uh, headings, I would, you know, I would have some some sort of useful heading to let people know what the net, the, the following content below that heading is. Um, you know, so be engaged, you know, you have to engage, be funny, use your personality in there. Something that's going to actually help the person understand what that section of content that you're writing underneath is all about. The reason why headings are so important, folks, is because people are scrolling now. People don't read as much as they used to. They scroll rather than read. So if you have a, you know, a, a useful heading that you want people to draw their eye on that heading, you want people to read that block of content, maybe there's something in that content that forces them to read the whole thing because you caught, you caught them with the heading, but it all starts with incorporating a useful heading. So I hope that helps there. The number four thing is you wanna incorporate keywords into your image text. So when you do your keyword research, don't look for just one keyword phrase. Um, I always like to get at least two to three keyword phrases uh, that are related per blog post that I write. And I want to strategically incorporate these keywords within my blog post, obviously. But another cool place to put it, as all I'm saying is number four, is you want to incorporate those keywords into your image text. And WordPress shows a very, very, very good way of doing it. Uh, it's very simple. I mean, I, don't, I, I like WordPress. I'm a huge advocate of WordPress. I understand a lot of people are using Squarespace now. I understand a lot of people are using other types of uh, uh, platforms like Wix. I mean, I personally do not like Wix. Uh, for other reasons, and I'll probably do a podcast on that. But WordPress makes it super, super easy to incorporate these nine things. So this is why I'm pointing you to WordPress, especially this piece right here where you want to incorporate the keyword in the image text. And if you have more than one image, you want to put one of these, key, one keyword per image inside the text. Um, and maybe there will be a how. Maybe I could I could do a how-to video at some point, um, and mention it on one of these blog posts, uh, on one of these podcasts. Podcasts, excuse me, I can't even speak today. Um, but um, that's what you want to do on number four. Number five, you want to incorporate the keyword in your URL. You want to make sure that the so like I said, you want to get three to four keywords, right? Uh, or two to three, you can say two to three keywords per blog post. Incorporate the main keyword 
within your URL. You know, so so that people so the the reason why you want to do this is because the search engines want to it's easier to pick it up, and then once you see your your descriptions and your and all of that other stuff, it it correlates that with the heading, it correlates that with the title of the blog, and it correlates that with all of the alt tags and all that stuff that you have within your blog, assuming that you're doing everything correctly. And you get picked up a lot quicker than you would if you didn't have that stuff. So you want to incorporate keywords in your URL. The number six way you can do this is, is you want to have a focus on article length. Now, you don't want to have short blogs if you um, if you uh, you know if you want to get picked up and stick. So you want to have a stick factor meaning uh, a lot of times when you have a short blog yeah you may get picked up but the problem is if there's someone else with an article that has that same focus keyword that you that you're focusing on that is longer in text and people are sticking on your on their page longer than they are on you on your page what's going to happen is that the search engines are going to uh, take that as oh, he must be more relevant than you, because they're sticking longer, and eventually your page would then just drop off the face of the earth and disappear. So let's focus on an article length. So good rule of thumb is you know I always tell people, and it, and, it, and this is depends on your industry. Um, if you're an attorney, you want a long type of blog post, so you know twelve hundred words. 1,500 words, that's a good size for an attorney. Um, if you're a dentist, you're gonna be somewhere around there as well. Um, but for instance, if you're a hair salon, you can easily get away with a, a six, seven, even 800 word uh, article, uh, blog post, and, and actually, do quite well. So it's industry work, but you, what you definitely don't want is a 300 word article, is what I'm trying to get at. You know, three, four, 500 words, uh, you know, you want to go beyond a little bit to 500. So I hope that helps you at least focus on what, 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 what length is. So in this instance, length does matter. Sometimes people will say, oh, length doesn't matter, whatever, as long as you get picked up. Yeah, you just don't want to get picked up. You want to pick, you want to get picked up and you want to stay there. It's kind of like, you don't just want to get married, right? You want to you want to get married and stay married. No one gets married and you know just to get divorced, right? So that's my point with this whole thing about uh, the length. Okay. Um, the number seven thing is you want to link to other content. Here's what I mean by that. See, no one wants a know-it-all. Um, it's, it's, there's some data out there that, that suggests if you only link back to your own information, um, then you come off as a normal and, and, and you start losing credibility at that point, um, just from your reader standpoint, from a search engine standpoint, they want you to link to different sites because people won't link to yours. Um, and, and so they, they, it's a, it's a reciprocity type of thing, deal. 
with this. Uh, so that's from a search engine standpoint, but also from a reader standpoint, people see that, oh, okay, this guy is also referring uh, content to another site that has a relevant topic about what he's talking about. So you want to link to other content. Um, there's a strategy around that, and maybe maybe some point I'll, I'll I'll talk about that in another podcast. But you do want to do that. Number eight, you want to write a strong meta description. Now, what meta is? So each each page on WordPress has a section where you can have a little description of what of this pages on, right? So blogs are no different. So each blog has its own little meta description. So you want to write a strong meta description. What is it on? And you, you only have, but I think it's 160 something characters to do it. So make sure it's purposeful, make sure it's clean. And you also want to make sure that the keyword is in there, the major keyword. If you can fit all three, if you have three or two, that's great, but it's not necessarily a must that you fit all three. You don't have to, but uh, but definitely you want to have at least one, which will be your main keyword in that meta description. Um, and, and 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 just again, make sure that it's uh, that it's strong. Make sure that it's eye catching. And this is just for the reader standpoint. Now, the description itself, the content that's there. For the search engine perspective, you want to have the keyword there. That's why you want to have it there. But from a search engine perspective, that's the only thing that it worries about the search engine because the search engine is not really reading. It reads it sometimes. It's got some artificial intelligence that's getting better, but it's not really there yet. That um, that's that's going to determine if it's you if your content's better than the other guys. So from a readable stamp, from a strong meta description standpoint, you want the reader to be drawn to it for whatever reason, because they will read that little blurb before they click on yours versus clicking on somebody else, okay? And then from the search engine set from the machine standpoint, you just wanna make sure that the keyword is described. That's it, very simple. And number nine, last but not least, is you wanna use, um, you know, the, the, use the, a plugin that guides you uh, on readability and SEO. And uh, again, I'll have a link to my favorite plugin that's on, um, on WordPress. It's called uh, Yoast SEO. It's an awesome plugin. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But in, you know, in, in a nutshell, that's going to it's, it's going to give you a little bit of of an incentive. You know, it's going to it's it's going to tell you whether this is a you know a, a readable. Uh, content or not. It's not going to tell you if it's good or not. I mean, the content itself has to be good. I mean, you have to know people are looking for this information. So that's that's on you. But what it will tell you is if it, it doesn't read well. You know, are people going to be turned off because you have bad grammar and all that kind of stuff? And it's also going to tell you if you're positioned well from an SEO standpoint, and they're looking at it from a, from a search engine perspective. A search engine will the search engines pick this up and uh, will you stick because you're following all the rules so there you have it folks those are the nine um the nine seo strategies that you want to use on every blog post these are on-page strategies um and you know before you publish them so you got to check all those boxes and, and and with wordpress it makes it extremely easy that you do this so you don't have to worry 
again, um, I'm really hoping that you enjoyed this piece of content as much as I enjoyed giving it to you. Um, I, I really, again, I, I enjoy these things at all times. Um, if anyone has any um, questions about this content or any other content that I put out on this podcast, you know how to get a hold of me. I'll put the contact us uh, link on the show notes as well. So you can reach out to us. And if you, if anyone wants to be a guest on this podcast, uh, I, I invite you guys to, you know, just reach out to me during that form, uh, format as well. Um, and that's about it for this episode of Marketing Solutions for Local Businesses. Um, with that, until the next episode, make it a successful day. Take care and bye for now. Rock on, people. Thanks for listening to another episode of Marketing Solutions for Local Businesses, the podcast where you will discover all the latest and greatest digital marketing tools, tips, and strategies you will need to implement in order to stay ahead of your competition. Don't forget, any links that were mentioned during the broadcast will be available to you in the show notes, so be sure to grab them while you have the chance. Incidentally, if you have any topics that you would like for us to discuss on the show, be sure to send an email to the email provided in the show notes or click the contact us link and let us know what topic you would like us to help you with and we'll be sure to add it to our schedule. If you would like for Frank and his team to look at your digital marketing presence and give you a free evaluation, simply click the request a free consultation link in the show notes to get a hold of them. That being said, until our next episode, make it a successful digital marketing day. Peace out.